We're learning the first Sikha on Parshas Teldis in Chelek Chof on page 100. The Shir today is being learned with the Nishmas Rabbi Yosef ben Yamin ben Rabbi Nasha Koltman. The Parsha begins, these are the children of Yitzchak, the son of Avram. And then the Taylor repeats and says again, Avram gave birth to Yitzchak. Rashi quotes what Chazal tells us. The cynics of the generation were saying, that Sarah became pregnant from Avimelech. It's not Avram's son. So Maas Hakadosh Baruch Hu, what did Hashem do? Tzor klaster panav she Yitzchak doymel Avram. Hashem shaped the image of Yitzchak's face to be similar to his father Avram. Ve'idu akayl and everyone said testimony that Avram hailed as Yitzchak. That Avram is the father that gave birth to Yitzchak. That's the repetition of Avram hailed as Yitzchak. That this was a unique thing that Hashem clarified for everyone to see clearly that this is Avram's son. The question here is, Since the way Chazal teaches this concept here, as with a, it's a question and an answer. What does Hashem do to address this issue? And the answer, as explained what Chazal say Hashem did. And the Chazal don't express this point just by simply saying that that there was what the cynics were saying. And therefore, Tzara Kadosh Baruch Hu Panov. So Hashem makes the image of Yitzchak like Avram. On the Verte, without adding these words, Ma Osa Kadosh Baruch What does Hashem do as a reaction, as a result? Is Mashma, so from this it seems, as in the minion, from Tzara Klaster Panov Chulu, that in the fact that Hashem makes the image of Yitzchak like Avram, is da Spitzela Oiftu. There's something very unique about this. On the far state is Belosh and Shaila, and therefore Chazal say that there's a question: How does Hashem address this? Ma Osai Kadosh Baruch What could Hashem do to address the issue of what the cynics are saying? What is this unique accomplishment that Hashem does in order to get rid of the what the, the cynics are saying? It's Tamua, so this is very difficult to understand. What is so unique about the fact that Yitzchak looks similar to his father? This is natural, that his child has certain features similar to his father. Unless there is certain specific reasons of why a child should not have any features similar to his father. So if this is a natural thing, why is why Chazal telling us that this is something unusual and unique? Ma alsa kadosh baruch hu. das v'shtein leten bir in the mloshim was Chazal zogin b'shaiches sukama yonam. So we'll understand this by first explaining the expression that Chazal used regarding certain matters as is an kosha, that these matters are very difficult for Hashem. Kikriyas yamsof, like splitting the sea. That even for Hashem is his kosher, this is a difficult matter, so to speak, that it's a difficult matter for Hashem. When do we define something as difficult? Of course, Hashem is a kal is almighty and can do whatever he wishes. But for some reason, certain things Chazal describe that they are in the category of kosher as difficult. In other words, it's a, something of a greater accomplishment in what Hashem is doing here. Is So the explanation for this expression of kosher is known as follows. As their kosher from Kriyas Yamsuf, Pashtet, what is the difficulty of the splitting of the sea? What does it consist of? Be'ike, primarily. Nitin dem was the yam is nikra gevarim. doesn't consist of the fact that Hashem split the sea. On in dem was the noch is a given nitzav kameineid. And also not in the fact that after this the water stood up as a wall. Obefrat lefiyamavur in Tanya, especially according to what the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, as Kriyas Yamsuf is a klener repele. The splitting of the sea is less of a wonder than creating heaven and earth. So definitely, the term of kosher, that it's difficult for Hashem, is not in relation to the very splitting of the sea or the fact that it, the water stood up as a wall. No, rather, in them, was by the term kosher is that when Hashem brings together two opposites at the same time, 
which is in this case, Rafuli Yisrael, the saving of Klal Yisrael, and the of Mitzrayim, and the plague of the Egyptians here, if the, if the sea would not be split, the Mitzrayim would not follow the Yidden and then drown in the Yamsuf. So you have here two opposites at the same time. When the attribute of judgment was arguing, there's no reason to make this distinction. They are both on the same level that there shouldn't be a reason to distinguish and to save Yidden and at the same time to punish the, the Mitzrayim. So when you have these two opposites at the same time, even though there's no reason to have these two opposites, that is the term kosha, that Hashem is doing something very unusual. That's why we use this expression of kosha, difficult, the way Hashem does this. If you go according to the order of things, the way it is set up by Hashem Himself, there's a midasadin, and when you have the Yidin and the Mitzrayim, they both deserve to be there in the same judgment of this Midas Adin, so why is one receiving this judgment and one not? One is being judged just by, without Midas Adin really, just uh, kindly with Chesed, two opposites at the same time. At the time of Kriyas Yamsuf, Hashem did not pay attention to Midas Adin, to the Yidin and to the Mitzrayim the same. There were two opposites at the same time. That's the concept of kosher that it says by Kriyas Yamsuf. And this terminology, this idea of kosher is used regarding other things as well when Chazal compare to Kriyas Yamsuf. With this, we could also understand in our case where the Medrash expresses this wonder of Ma'asa Kadesh Baruch, what could Hashem do? Meaning it's something that's unusual and so to speak difficult for Hashem to do. It says Yidua, so with the following introduction here. It's known, the Chilak Tzvishin Avram and Yitzchak, the difference between the way Avram served Hashem and the way Yitzchak served Hashem, as Avram is given, Avram Oyevi. Avram is the one that the Pasuk describes as Avram, my beloved. He was a chariot to the attribute of kindness. His whole life was all about expressing chesed and love with people to Hashem. His whole avayda in this world was with kindness and with inviting guests. Yitzchak, by contrast, the Aveda of Yitzchak is given, Pachad Yitzchak, as the expression of the Pasik is, that Yitzchak is the one that expressed the tremendous awe and dread of Hashem. And Mekovet Samidus Agvura, a chariot to the attribute of Gvura, the force, the power of Hashem. And therefore, his Aveda in the world consisted of digging wells. What is the significance of digging wells? It's removing the earth and the stones that cover over the water, the spring, and to reveal the living waters, the life that there is that's covered under many layers of coverings, that to reveal it from below. Kindness is revealing a light and a truth from above to below. Whereas Gvura is dealing with the place where the opposition is, dealing with the place where there is many, many things, that there are issues and problems, and grappling with that, and dealing with that, and uncovering one layer, another layer, and bringing out the truth in that kind of a way. Really a complete opposite approach of Avram. On the far, so therefore, is da we can also see this distinction between Avram and Yitzchak regarding their children. And these are children which are Yatsamimeno. They are their children, but they went away and they departed from the holiness of Avram and Yitzchak, the Yenikesach This is the Chitzainim, the powers of Klippa that take a certain nourishment, and the, the, these are children that went away. Again, so as we see this happens regarding Avram Avinu, which represents chesed, kindness, and how this happens regarding Yitzchak, which represents the opposite, gvura, harshness, and so on. Avram, Yatsamimena Yishmal. So from Avram goes out from him, departs from him. Yishmal, what is Yishmal? Chesed the Klippe. He represents the power of kindness in the negative sense in the domain of Klippe. 
on Yitzchak Yatsa Mimenu Esav. And from Yitzchak comes a child like Esav, and he left and he departed, which is Al-Chabacha he lives with his sword, which is Gvura the Klippa, the might and the harshness of Klippa. So this, so now we understand who Yitzchak and Avram are in their spiritual being and in their spiritual Aveda, and here they really are opposites. So the Rebbe will get back to explain regarding the Ma'asa Kaddish Baruch but before this, the Rebbe explains now the first Pasuk here that the Sikha began with, that we could now understand why the Pasuk is saying here this point of Avram Hilde Yitzchak in the beginning of this week's parsha. On with this, we could have one of the explanations. Why the Pasuk has to clarify, specifically here in the beginning of this parasha, Avram hailed is Yitzchak. But Avram gave birth to Yitzchak. The Lechayre is netvashtandik. At first glance, this is not understood. Aleph, the first question here is, the Hechrech Tzazagan Avram hailed is Yitzchak. The reason why the Pasuk has to clarify that Avram is the one that gave birth to Yitzchak is Narval the Pasuk, the month freer Yitzchak ben Avram. It's only because it says who Yitzchak is, that Yitzchak is the son of Avram. Um, Rashi is mefadish, and as Rashi himself says, that al yidei shekosav akosav Yitzchak ben Avram, because the Pasuk tells us who Yitzchak is, that he's the son of Avram, so therefore Huskak Loimar has no choice and has to continue and clarify that he actually is the son of Avram, and not like the cynics of the generation said. Kamedach deruv gufafregen. So if so, you could ask on this itself the following question. Viverte ben Avram to say that Yitzchak is the son of Avram. It's not necessary for the Torah to tell us this here. We know this from the previous parshas that we learned that Avram gave birth to Yitzchak, and this is his father. So if you don't mention that Yitzchak is the son of Avram, it wouldn't be necessary to further go ahead and clarify that in fact, that yes, Avram did give birth to Yitzchak. The Pasuk could just begin with and immediately go into the theme of this week's parasha, talking about the life of the children of Yitzchak. Why is the Torah here hinting to clarify how wrong the cynics of the generation were only here when we come to Parshas Teilus? Where the Torah primarily speaks about not Yitzchak himself, but his children, which are Yaakov and Esav, both Yaakov and Esav. And here it, it talks about certain occurrences in the life of Yitzchak, but not really about Yitzchak himself and his birth. And the fact that it says that Yitzchak is the son of Avram is only mentioned here in passing. In the free the Gesedre, Vosretzach, we can lay this Yitzchak. If the Torah needs to hint and clarify that Yitzchak is in fact the son of Avram, this should have been clarified earlier, at, as soon as Yitzchak is born. Now, the beer in them, so the explanation for this is, from Loshen Akosov, when the Pasuk here says, There's a Vav in the beginning of the Pasha, and these are the children of Yitzchak. Adding to what the Torah said earlier, is Mochach, so from this it's clear, as the parasha, that this parasha here becomes, it comes, that is, as a continuation to what was spoken about earlier, where the Torah speaks about Yishmael. As Eich Yishmael is Ben Avram, and since Yishmael is also a son of Avram, on the contrary, when you look at the, the relation between the character of who Yishmael is to Avram, it would seem that Yishmael is more related in his character to Avram than Yitzchak is. While Yishmael is Bekava Chesed, because Yishmael's character is, is Chesed with kindness. As if Avram, like Avram himself. Nor at his Chesed eclipse. True, he's a completely different kind of Chesed, a, a Chesed that's totally detached of the Chesed of Avram because he's Chesed in the domain of Klippe. He originates from Avram, but then he takes Avram and goes to a place that's detached from the source. Separated completely away from Avram. True. But nevertheless, with the same nature of Chesed. On the other hand, Yitzchak, he is in the place of Gvura with harshness and judgment. The exact opposite of Avram's nature of kindness. So after we learn about Yishmael, comes now our parsha and tells us that Yitzchak is the son of Avram. 
the Rebbe Dav the Torah Zogin. So therefore, the Torah has to tell us here, Oich by Yitzchakin as Eres Ben Avram, that by Yitzchak as well, the Torah is telling us he is the son of Avram. On the of Zion, the Torah even has to add more Avram, Hoylad is Yitzchak. Avram is the one that gave birth to Yitzchak. As Adarabe, here the Torah wants to tell you, no, that the opposite is true. The Yachas from Yitzchak to Avram is Gabayifim Miyuchad. It's not only that, of course, Yitzchak is also a son of Avram, like Yishmael is, but actually the relation between Yitzchak and Avram is unique. Nit nor is Yitzchak ben Avram, not only is Yitzchak a son of Avram, nor Avram hailed as Yitzchak. Avram gives birth to Yitzchak. What that means is, in them is Bashtanen, Ikirin Yonif on Avram. The whole Indian, the whole existence of Avram in this world primarily exists in the fact that he's here to give birth to Yitzchak. Pasik, as the Pasik tells us, Kibi Yitzchak Dafke, Yukarilochazara. It's specifically Yitzchak that your seed, your descendant, is going to be expressed by the fact that you have a son of Yitzchak. That's where you continue continue the generations that, uh, that come from you, not with Yishmol. That's why the Torah is saying, Hoylet specifically here, to contrast and to show that Yitzchak is different than Yishmol. And therefore, the Torah clarifies this only here when we come to the beginning of Parsha's Torah. When we learn on in this week's parsha about Yitzchak, and not only about Yitzchak himself, but including also regarding the son of Yitzchak, which he has a son, Esau, which is Gvura the Klippa Kanal. And Esau is in the category of Gvura, in Klippa, true, but Gvura still. And another thing we learn about Yitzchak's Aveda and the events that happened in his life in this week's parsha is Chafiras Beira, is him digging the wells. Heipech von Avedis Avram, completely different and the opposite of Avram's Aveda. Isdamos vet teikif hatayne von Litzani Adair. This intensifies the argument of the cynics in the generation as Yitzchak keshaches mit Avram. The Yitzchak is not related, there's no connection to Avram. Omedaf is Shailozain. So specifically here, in the beginning of this parasha that we'll discuss all of this, the Torah has to negate this idea of the Litzani Adair. And thus is the Shverekait, Lamaila Kaviyachal, in Sar Klastapan of Yitzchak Daimel Avram. So now we can understand why the Medrash speaks about this as something which was such a great accomplishment. Ma'asa Kadesh Baruchu. And this is, now we understand why this was Kaviyachal difficult. This is a great accomplishment that Hashem makes the facial features of Yitzchak to be similar to his father Avram. Thus was Aben is Daimel Aviv, the fact that a child, even physically, is similar in his features to his father. Is this mitzadem was their ben nemtzchfonav? It's because the child comes from the father. Migufay umenishmase, both from the body and the soul. The makeup of the soul of the father is where the child comes from. It is daimitzim begufay ubetchunas nafshay. A child is similar and is a piece and taken comes from the father, both as far as the body is concerned and also in his character. Aber, however, Avram v'Yitzchak. When it comes to Avram and Yitzchak. As far as the character of their soul, they were the opposites of one another. Avram is given from Midas Chesed, Avram is kindness, and Yitzchak from Midas Gvura, and Yitzchak is from might, from harshness. So this is not only a difference in one detail, a midah, an emotion, but it's also a difference that includes also the way they understand things, their approach, their outlook. As it's known, another example where we find the two great Tanoim or the yeshivas of Bishame and Basilo that represented as the Gvura and Chesed as Mitzad and Chiluk, because of the difference in the source of where the Neshama originated from, this also affects their thinking, their approach, and understanding things. Beishame leaned always more towards being more stringent about things, and Beisil is always more lenient about things. So we see how far the distinction of Chesed and Gevurah goes. This is not just in the middle, but it's in Seichel as well. So if so, naturally, Yitzchak and Avram should be completely different, even more so, opposites, and especially this would be expressed in their facial features. While Mara upon him, the, the person's facial features is Habunne Mitchunas Anefesh, expresses the character of the person. Abal Chesed is besave upon him, Yafais, a person that's a, a, of a character of kindness, always is with a smiling face. 
a Valgvura, a person that's more harsh and judgmental, with a Shrengim Ponim, is more stern and more serious, and so on. So if so, the fact that Yitzchak and Avram were different in their Aveda, in their character, Chesed and Gvura, this would naturally be expressed, expressed that is, in their facial features of Avram and Yitzchak. So therefore, Chazal here are wondering and are saying, Ma Osa Kodesh Baruch What does Hashem do here? Vas Faran is Faran what advice is there? What can we do to clarify, to show that the argument of the cynics is not true? Because according to nature and the way things are set up, Avram and Yitzchak should be very different, even expressed in their facial features. Just like it is in their behavior. That it's one is chesed and the other is gvura, which are opposites. But Yibal Taber, as Leitzani Adair Rabbi Ketainet. However, since the cynics did argue and say that Mavi Melech Nesabrasara, that she became pregnant from Mavi Melech, and this is not Avram's son, is also Hakadosh Baruch So this is a higher source of a higher power from a place where it's it's kosher, it comes from a higher place where Hashem does something at Vachidish. A novel thing. The opposite of the way things are in nature and the way it's set up. Hashem himself comes and Tzor cluster That Yitzchak, even though being the opposite of Avram, but nevertheless, he, he has an image, he has a facial features that are similar to Avram. That is the big accomplishment that the Medrash is expressing, that Chazal are expressing when it says, Ma Asa HaKadosh Baruch Hashem himself. Okay, so now that we understand what this great accomplishment is, so in Sifei, the Rebbe continues and explains what exactly happened when Hashem does this, when the image of Yitzchak is now similar to Avram. Is this just something totally external? No, it's something much more than this. But now it's understood, and it's simply understood, the fact that Hashem sees to it that the image of Yitzchak should be the same as Avram, or similar to Avram. Is given what this was here is nid blois as their gashmis de goizen zolzain bedoyme. It's not just about the physical facial features should be similar, nor adarab. On the contrary, that's just the external expression of what's really going on here. Das was a das was a zene given doyme and zay gashmis de gitzir. Fact that Hashem did this that physically they look similar is while they clasped upon him beruchnius is given bedoyme doyme that is because Hashem revealed something deeper about their inner nature, that they are similar. That, that even though Chesed and Gvura are really opposites, but nevertheless there's something deeper here that Hashem revealed about Yitzchak being similar to Avram, and therefore it was expressed by the fact that in their cluster upon him, in their facial features, they are uh, similar. So what is this similarity that there could be when you go deeper into Chesed and Gvura between Avram and Yitzchak? And this is understood based on what it explains in many places. Even though, yes, Chesed and Gvura are opposites of one another. However, in the case of the Gvuras of Yitzchak, it's a, a Hemshech on a for Chasadim Davram. This is actually continuing and it's a result of the kindness of Avram. The this is what the Pasuk is really expressing when it says, Avram, is Yitzchak. Avram, in other words, Chesed, bring, gives birth. This is the offspring. Yitzchak is a result of the Chesed of Avram. So why is this? There has to be a deeper element to Chesed and Gvura where we can say that Yitzchak, Gvura, is, is, becomes an offspring of Chesed. So the Rebbe explains this on two levels. So the, re- the point there is, is not only while the Sibir from Gvura is Chesed, because sometimes you have a Gvura and you look deeper into what this Gvura is all about. Externally, it seems to be harshness, judgment, and so on. But if you look deeper into it, you see that the real root cause of this Gvura is really caused by Chesed. And that is Chesed Vildoch, as the Ashpaz on the Skalbelveren. Chesed desires and wants that it, it abundance to give and that what it gives should be accepted. And when you give with an abundance, without any, without measuring at all, so then if it's too much, it can't be received by the recipient. It's all too overwhelming. 
So in order to have the recipient receive all of this good that chesed is looking to give, so you have to employ gvura so that it should minimize the intensity of what is being given by chesed so it can be received by the recipient. So gvura is actually serving the purpose of chesed. So in that sense, gvura could be just a detail for chesed. That's one point, but it's much more than this. Nor nachmer. It's much more. If you go into the depth, into the root of what gvura is, so then we'll see as follows. The gvura is the Yitzchak, Gvur is the Yitzchak, is actually re- revealed expression of Chesed. Not just the detail that Chesed employs. In other words, Gvur is the opposite of Chesed. It's withholding, but it's withholding for the purpose of Chesed, to serve what Chesed wants. No, Gvur itself, in this case, when you go to the root of Gvur, so then you, over there, it is an act, it's actually a, a concept of Chesed in a revealed sense. Gvuras is intensity. Gvuras is strength and might. When you get to the source of Gvura, so what you see over here is a tremendous intensity which is extremely abundant and extremely powerful. This is the meaning of when we talk about rain, that we refer to rain as the powerful rain that comes from Hashem. And this, this is the source of what Gvura is. Once Gvura comes out from what it source, so then Gvura is expressed by harshness, because the only way Gvura could come down into the world is when you measure it, when you limit it, because in its source it's so overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly powerful. But when you go back to the source of what Gvura is, the source of Gvura is might, force, an extremely forceful revelation of, of, of a hashpa. Was the first day, so therefore the Pasik says, Yitzchak, and specifically regarding Yitzchak. I will increase, I will add, I will multiply his, his descendants and, and I will give you Yitzchak. So Hashem talks about Yitzchak in this sense of va'arbe, that he's extremely powerful. And that's powerful in, in a sense of chesed. That is gvura in its source. And over there in its source, gvura could be a result of chesed. Or not the escalas from chesed avram, and gvura de Yitzchak. So now this inclusion, the fact that you can reveal how Gvura could be a result of Chesed, this is when you go to the source of things, when you go to a place where it's higher than the way it's set up in the system of Seyed Rishtal where Chesed and Gvura each are in their place respectively, and there they function as opposites. But when you go back to the source of things, and even higher than Rishtal there you see how Gvura is an act of Chesed, and it could be one with Chesed. Over here, you can combine the two opposites of Chesed and Gvura. And that's really what happened when Hashem is, is making the image of Yitzchak to be like Avram. It's really an internal change. It's revealing an internal, deeper source of Gvura that becomes a, a result and it goes together with Chesed. With this, we could understand another thing that's hinted in the language that Chazal say here about this. Everybody testified that Avram gave birth to Yitzchak. What is this expression of testified? Not that now it was known to all, nor everyone testified. Rashi repeats this expression a second time. We have testimony that Avram gave birth to Yitzchak. What's the What's the emphasis here on this idea that this is a testimony? And then, so based on what we explained before, we can explain this as follows. Eidus is When is there a necessity for testimony? When there's something that's completely unknown. Something that everybody sees. And even something that's not known right now, but it's something that will eventually surface. It's not necessary to have any testimony for this. Does haste, so what does this mean? Durch Eidos, Vet Nimshach, Venezgala, what Eidim, what, what uh, witnesses come and accomplish is, they bring, they draw, and they reveal something, was Mitzat Atzmai is a Lemaila Migeda Gili, something which cannot be revealed, and it's not even at all possible. It's not even in the realm of, of being revealed at all. Lea Videlakluya. It's not, it's, 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 not even in the future, there's no possibility for it to be revealed. Now, is, what does this mean spiritually? Is this the Amshacha from the Meshtalshalas? This is drawing down, revealing the source of things, but from a source, from such a place, from such a level, which is totally beyond 
revelation totally beyond the, the regular system of creation. That is the concept of Edus. So that is the hint of Rashi using this term of Edus, that now we have a testimony. The fact that the Pasuk here is saying that Avram gives birth to Yitzchak, which means his skalalos chesed gvura, that we have here an inclusion of two opposites, chesed and gvura. Is this mitzadam shachas, mishtalshlos? This is by revealing the source of things, the way it is, above the system of creation. according to nature. And if things are grasped and are seen, the way they are logically, impossible that you should have chesed and gvura coexist and even work together. There's no room for such a thing. However, what Rashi is telling us is, we have testimony here. The dogma of Eidus was an inmaid, just like when you have Adam, what are, what are witnesses literally? Witnesses with veer at the source, at the event. They saw what actually happened. They're not far from the source. They, they were there and they share and they bring us that information directly from the source. And Muslims say, so you must believe them. So here as well, when you have, when you draw and you bring the source itself, so then the truth itself is revealed, then there, chesed and gvura are not opposites anymore. Chesed and gvura are just an expression of the source where they can go, coexist. And that's what Eidus accomplishes. That's the Eidus l'chol bo'yeilom, or Eidus yesh, that is, that Avram ha'el des Yitzchak. This is the conclusion of the explanation of what Chazal tell us here about Yitzchak's image being similar to Avram, the unique Chiddush that there is in this, and what this really means on a deeper level as far as the Aveda and who Yitzchak and Avram were on a spiritual level. From here, the Rebbe goes forward and, and brings out a few lessons, a few very powerful lessons that we can take from this object. The Hirah the Fum is. So the lesson for us in our serving Hashem is as follows. Says Yidua the time was Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. It's known the reason why we specifically refer to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and not any of our of, of our other uh, ancestors as the Ovis, as our forefathers. They are the ones that are the Ovis, because they are the root and source for every single Nisham of Yidin. And the levels of who they were, of these three Ovis, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, is an inheritance to every single yid in every generation. Is by Every single Jew has to incorporate in his Avedis Hashem the Aveda of these three of us. Now the fun is move on, so from this we can understand. This concept here as well that we just explained that Avram represents Chesed, Yitzchak represents Gevura, but there's an inclusion of chesed and gvura. When you go to the root of chesed and gvura, Hashem reveals something deeper. And therefore Yitzchak is similar to Avram. His skalos from chesed and gvura, the inclusion of chesed and gvura, can undav zayin bayed yidin. This is possible and must be incorporated in the Aveda of every single yid, being the descendants of the Aves that take and have the power of everything that the Aves had in them. Where is this expressed? One example for this is, V'yishtet in Tanya, the Alter Rebbe describes a Yid's Aveda in this world, that a person could have a crying and bitterness in one part of his heart, looking at where he is in his Aveda Hashem and what's happening with himself. And But at the same time, the joy that he has in his heart for the Neshama that he has, the opportunity of, of, to do a mitzvah that he has, and they can both coexist in the heart of one Yid. Having these two opposites at the same time is only possible when you connect it to such a truth which is beyond the limitations of the system of creation. As explained before, Once things are systemized and everything is in its place, so over here, chesed and gvura, kindness and the harshness of gvura are opposites. As the Sefri tells us, that to have love and awe at the same time can only be in the attribute of Hashem, not in Avedis Hashem, which means only when it comes to serving Hashem, we are commanded to love and have awe at the same time, but not regarding worldly matters. A person can't love 
and hate or have an attraction and at the same time feel a rejection to the same thing at the same time. Now, here the Rebbe clarifies in what way this can happen or this can be applied in the person's life. The example that the Rebbe talks about in Tanya, the bitterness and the crying on one hand and the joy and the celebration on the other hand. In this, that is crying, and then the joy in the person's heart. There are two levels of how this could be expressed. Aleph, one is, it's not exactly at the same time. There's a preparation for Shabbos coming to the holiest day of the week. So the Altarev says in Tanya that on a Thursday night, so Vivir, a person is thinking about his week and about himself, and it could be an expression of bitterness, looking at where he stands. On the Simcha, and then the joy of who he is, the Neshama that he has, Shabbos, that's expressed on Shabbos itself. So it's not a mamish at the same time. But days, then there's an even higher level, and something more difficult, Hakashi Yosef, which is very difficult, to have a feeling of bitterness, and a feeling of joy, and celebration, all at one at the same time. Since every single Yid, is an inheritor from our ancestors, but a Yiddish nemtachaltz. A Yiddish, when you inherit, you inherit everything. The Mela, so the, the conclusion from this is, can yedet eina. Every single yid, al kopanim lefahamim, at least sometimes, einstellen sein seider, oichendem oifen. It's possible for a person to have these two opposite feelings and have them at the same time. He should be so connected to the truth of Hashem that is not bound by these opposites. And therefore, in the Aved of Yid, he's able to experience and have these two opposites even at the very same time. That's one lesson in our Aveda. Manal is another lesson that we could take over here is as follows. In order that everyone should see and say testimony that Avram gave birth to Yitzchak, what Hashem could have done is that before Yitzchak is born, Avram's facial features should be similar to Yitzchak. So Yitzchak was different because he represented Gvura, but Hashem could preempt that and have Avram be similar to Yitzchak. Well, the Rebbe says immediately, though, this is about Philibeteva or Besechel Shvera. Yes, in, as far as nature is concerned, and logically, this would even be more difficult, V.S. is given than the way it actually was. Tsar, Klastaponov, Shal Yitzchak, Daimel Avram, that Yitzchak, which is the son of Avram, should, that his facial features should be similar to Avram, it would be more difficult to have Avram change to be like Yitzchak. But nevertheless, that was a possibility, and Hashem did not do that. Hashem did not make Avram to be similar to Yitzchak, rather Yitzchak is changed to be similar to Avram. So from this we take a very important lesson for everyone. If a person has in front of him something that has to be worked on, and it can be done in one of two ways, it can be done in Kava Chesed, it can be done with kindness, or the Kava Gvura, or it can be done with, judgment, it can be with being judgmental and more harsh. And there's a doubt, which one will be more successful, which one should you choose? You choose the way of chesed, the way with love and with kindness, that will be more successful. As we see here, Hashem chooses to bring Yitzchak closer to Avram, that he should be similar to Avram, which represents kindness. This is similar to what al says in Tanya. In a similar case, talking about Avis Yisrael, as Bishas means Mekarva Yidin, when one draws another Yid close to him, is Levad Zeis. Besides the fact, was you never lose out by doing so because you're fulfilling a mitzvah of loving your fellow Jew, is Vukula Haiva Ulai, You never know, this may actually be the way which is successful to bring them closer and to elevate them to your level. So instead of employing the opposite, which is when you see someone that's misbehaving, so going ahead and rebuking him and trying to be harsh and judgmental with him, the Alter Rebbe says, no, the approach is to be kind and bring them close with love and that will bring them into Teirah Naveda. Here, the Rebbe goes on to yet a third point, another very powerful lesson and idea that we can take out of this Inyan of Elo Tehdes Yitzchak Pan Avram. Inyan now, this point over here, that only because of the opinion of what the cynics were saying. So Hashem nullifies nature and the way things are set up in the world that Hashem created. 
Hashem makes the features of Yitzchak to be similar to Avram. Yes, this could also be connected with with spreading the wellsprings of the inner dimension of Teire, the wellsprings of Chesidus outward. Which primarily began at the release of the Alter Rebbe from his imprisonment on the day of Yutes Kislev. Which is connected to Parshas Teldis, or as Parshas Teldis, Faltais Alamal Bukhaydish Kislev. Parshas Teldis is always in this month of Kislev. Other, Bishabbis Mavarcham Achaydish Kislev. Sometimes it's in the Shabbos that we bench the following month of Kislev. The Achaydish Agoula, and this is an entire month of celebration of redemption. In Velachas, that's a Chayvgatan, the Inyan for Yefutsamayn and Sechachutsa, the month in which it was accomplished, the spreading of the wellsprings of Chsidis outward. As stated in Zoya, the Zoya says, as in Teire, Zenefaran, Gufi Teire, that Teire consists of two parts. There's the body of Teire, that's the Galia de Teire, the revealed part of Teire, on the Shmasa de Teire, the soul of Teire, Razan de Raisa, the secrets of Teire. Those are the two sections of Teire. Now, I'll peace say the Rishtal according to the way things are set up within Teire, then in the Nishmasa Dairaisa and Gufi Teire, the soul of the Teire, and the body of Teire, Lachayre Tzvei, Bazundri and Yanam. There are two separate sections of Teire. On Yadar Vazay, Hatzach Zainayf, and each one of them has its way, the way it's revealed and expressed. Gufi Dairaisa is Begilu. The body of Teire is revealed and open. We learn about the subjects in the body of Teire, the halachas that pertain to things that we live with in our world. However, the soul of Teireh that discusses high spiritual matters, Behelen, that's concealed. As understood also from the name regarding this section of Teireh, and it's secrets, Seides, these are secrets. When you reveal a secret, then it's not a secret anymore. That is the way Teireh is divided. It comes, the redemption of the Alter Rebbe, and proclaims a completely new accomplishment. We can take the wellsprings and the secrets of Teireh and bring it outward and reveal it in the same way as the revealed aspect of Teireh is. That the wellsprings of the inner dimension of Teireh it should be drawn down and revealed and it should be disseminated in the lowest and the most external and outward places. So now, how does this happen? <coughs> In addition to the fact that Chassidus Chabad specifically, what did it accomplish? It took the subjects of the inner dimension of Teireh and it brought it down in a person's comprehension. Chabad is the acronym of Chochma Bine Das, meaning that you take the deepest secrets of Teireh and fully understand it. Before the Alter Rebbe, opened this new pathway up and made this possible. When I fill it by the Alter Rebbe Gufe, and even by the Alter Rebbe himself, Far Petterburg, before he was imprisoned in, in Petersburg, is not given if as they feel the Islapshus Basaga. So this the subjects of the inner dimension of Taylor were not brought down, but not available in this level of understanding. Biz, now this goes even further, as Chsidis Chabad month. Chassidus Chabad demands, as the Friedrich Rebbe, the previous Rebbe, writes in a letter, this is in, actually in Kuntris Teres Chassidus, as it points to here in the footnote, one should study the subjects of Chassidus and fully comprehend it, in nigla. the same way you approach in learning a complex subject in Nigla, and you can discuss and understand and ask questions and so on. The same kind of approach when you come to discuss these deep esoteric subjects of the inner dimension of Teireh. The chutzah from the This is the extent of how far we have to bring down and the Alter Rebbe brought down and opened up the possibility to bring down the learning of the deeper dimension of Teireh to understand it to the fullest degree, just like when you learn a subject in the revealed aspect of Teireh. Is nice of Lizeh. In addition to this, Montman, what's demanded is that you should disseminate the, the wellsprings of the of Chsidis outwardly, in a literal sense, to somebody else that's in a place in his life that's completely unassociated with 
the real essence and the deeper dimension of Torah and to bring it to him as well. And even more so, we're saying here that we're bringing this to a person on the outside and there's no limitations given, here, given to this. To say what this means is, as a in the lowest level of chutzah, a person that seems to be so far, so unassociated with his Yiddishkeit or with anything connected to the depth of Torah, to him, you have to go and teach these deep secrets of Torah. That's the big accomplishment that the Alter Rebbe began with founding Chassidus Chabad, which came about primarily at the breakthrough and of his release on Yutes Kislev. So on this one could ask, So seemingly this is something which is very difficult to understand, to, similar to the way this whole sikha began, talking about the kosha, something with, or tmiya, ma'asa, how, how could such a thing could be done? Even when it comes to teaching the revealed aspect of Torah to certain people, there seems to be limitations to this. As the Pasuk says, The Pasuk says that one that's a Rasha, a wicked man, why are you learning my laws, my Torah? If you have such limitations in the revealed aspect of Torah, how is it possible to say that you have to take the wellsprings, the depth and the secrets of Torah and reveal it? So it's no secret anymore, and to bring it to the outside, to the people that are on the lowest level. So for this, we have the lesson over here from Rod Hashem did when he made the image of Yitzchak be like Avram. When this is something which is touching, and this is something which is necessary for the very essence, the identity of a Yid. The very identity of who a Yid is, he's rooted in the very essence of Hashem himself. So over here, any calculations that there may be in any level where things are already formulated to a certain extent, in Teireh even, where there's a certain formulation of what belongs where, what belongs to be a secret. But by the Eivishter himself, there are none of those definitions and limitations. And the Eivishter is Mahapech, Vitzar, Yitzchak, so like we, we learned before here, that Hashem goes and transforms and takes Yitzchak and makes him to be similar to Avram. So that could be applied over here regarding the concept we're talking about as well regarding Teireh. So therefore, even the inner dimension of Teireh, looking at the way things are formulated, is behelem. So, something that belongs to be concealed, which is similar to what Gvura, Yitzchak, Gvura is something which is concealed and withholds. Zalkum and Begali should come out and be revealed. Hashem is taking this Gvura, this secret of Primius Atayra, and is changing the nature of it and is revealing it, which is Chesed, Avram. So, the Gvura is becoming similar to Avram. Primius Atayra is being revealed like the nature of Chesed is. And the reason for this is because it's the very identity of Yidin, of Klal Yisrael, and of every individual Yid that's at stake over here. And what is this all about? So in Daltarebbe so Daltarebbe says, as of them is Mechuvin the Moshul. For this is the analogy of an Abem Melech from a prince, that became very ill. There was nothing that the doctors could do. Not to Tzeraiden on Evan Teva versus Kavua and Kesara Melech. And the only thing that they thought may help is to take a precious gem that's there in the crown of the king and to take it and rub it and turn it into a medicine. And, and then the child, the prince, if he takes this, he may get healed. This precious gem is the crown of the king. The whole beauty of this crown depends on this precious gem. Give this after you crush it to drink to the prince. So when the king was asked about this, what did he say? Should they remove this precious gem or not? However great and important the preciousness of the crown of the king is, is it's totally worthless when it comes to the life of his own, of his son, of, his, of the prince. I will never clarifies further what is expressed by this marshal here. If you want to take things, if you want to look at the way it is, I'll be say the shtalshulus of Torah, the halacha. So you're not allowed to even use in any way the crown of the king. 
Und da ist man den ganzen Ma'abit, Ikera Kesser. And here you're crushing and destroying the main beauty, the gem of the crown. Tzalib dem ben HaMelech. And for who is this? Not for the king himself. But it's for the prince, for the son of the king. Afal Piyaz, that is ben HaMelech, is adach nit HaMelech. Yes, he's the son, but he's not the king himself. And therefore, Pidin, you can argue that this may not be done. But however, when this is something which his life, the child's life is in danger, and that's rooted in the very essence of the king, beyond this crown, which expresses, expresses his glory and so on. But it's the very essence of the life of the king, which is who his child is. All, and all, all calculations, including a halacha, but if it's a yid's life that's in danger, it's everything, there's no calculations. So therefore, that's the, the source of the essence of Yidin. When we see that the Yidin's life is in danger, their Yiddishkeit, their very identity. So over here, the Al-Tarebbe opened up the possibility and drew, and drew down from the root and the source of Teira and said that we could not take Pnimius Teira and reveal it and give it to every single Yid, even in the Chutzah. On the Al-Tarebbe is noch Moisif in them a gewaldige The Al-Tarebbe adds over here an unbelievable thing in additional to what was said before. Even when the condition of the prince has been has, has deteriorated to the degree, there's doubt whether he's even going to be able to open his mouth and take even one drop of this of this potion here that was crushed from the jewel, the gem of the king's crown, into his mouth. So you may say the whole thing is a doubt. But we're definitely going to be destroying the crown of the king. From Deathwagon, but nevertheless, it's Kedai. It's worthy. You go and you crush that gem from the king's crown. Even if most of it will be wasted. Because maybe even just one drop is going to enter in him and penetrate him and heal him. That's what we have to learn, how we understand how deep the connection of a Yid to Hashem is, that Ebesha is ready and uh, to open up the deepest circuits of Teireh, which are Picheshben, it remains to be in its place. But if it's the Yid, which is rooted in the very essence of Hashem, that's at stake here, so even if it's just a doubt whether you could save his life, Ebesha says you have to open up, and this is the power that al Rebbe brought down, to open up, to disseminate the secrets of Teireh, to save every single Yid. By us getting involved in disseminating the wellsprings of the inner dimension of Teira outward to every single Yid, this brings is the promise of Mashiach himself, as he told the Balshem the arrival of the master of Mashiach, Dom Malka Mashiach, this is the King Mashiach, the Mamish, speedily in our time.